Welcome to Heathen in the Hedge. This is a podcast about marriage, magic, and beyond. I'm Shay. My name is Merlin. And today we're talking about, well, life beyond. Yeah. Uh, what happens when you die? What do we think happens when you pass on and you're no longer in this realm? Like, what exactly do you think happens? And uh, today we're going to talk about it. So yeah. this is a pretty loaded one. Um, it's a little bit different for our Witchy Wednesday, but I feel like it's important for us to kind of talk about our views and what we think as uh, witchy people or just yeah. people that, you know, follow a realm of magic. And I think that it's interesting to see what people think happens in the realm of mysticism. And we're just going to kind of throw this one together. We're cooking breakfast right now. So we're we just decided, like, let's do a podcast about the afterlife. And that's what we're doing while we're cooking breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. We um, I want to get more consistent <laughs> with our podcast. And I know that we say that a lot, but it's, it's something that I think is important going into our new year that we kind of prioritize at least getting to sit down and talk to you all at least once a week about, you know, if not a topic, just what we're thinking, what's going on um, in our lives. I think that that's something that you all would probably benefit from. I know we would. And um, we have a lot to talk about. We talk about a lot of things. And I think that sometimes when we try to sit down and put it into one box on what we should talk about, it can become a little bit stressful for us to plan the topics and to do all of that. So I'm hoping that going forward, um, we can allow ourselves to kind of just be more free with this platform and allow Honestly, you all yeah. to just kind of like see into our minds a little bit more and not necessarily on just topics that you all want to hear, but just, you know, basic stuff that's that we personally think about that, you know, we practice the things that we do. I mean, that's really what this podcast is about. Absolutely. And I liked the, like the last episode with Fairlight. I really yes. liked the flow of that because it was just kind of a free for all. We're just talking like a yeah. conversation. There was literally no structure. And I feel like it was one of the better episodes we've ever done. Absolutely. And that's kind of the way that I would like us to go forward on our episodes. We don't have to necessarily plan everything. Yeah. So, so what do you think? Is uh, <laughs> What do you think about the afterlife? Are we primordial seeds so, being planted into the cosmos or are we the cosmos itself coming here to experience this realm or is so there i kind of want to break it like, down uh, i guess um i guess i want to break it down into kind of like life cycles and <clears throat> and how our lives have like evolved to this point and how you've gotten to think what you think about death but i don't want to get there just yet i mm. want to start with Adolescence. So as an adolescent, as a young child, what did you think of death? Like, what was your thought process on it? Like, what was your view on it? Like, as a kid, what was your experience with it? And like, what did you think happened? Like, when you were small? As a child, I was scared to death of death. Yeah. Because we were Jehovah's Witnesses. And they, like every other um, evangelical group use death as a weapon against its fall. It's, it's uh, the cult members. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Death just seemed like this, like ultimate weapon of God to like punish us with because mm -hmm. they didn't believe in heaven or hell. The Jehovah's witnesses don't believe in a heaven or hell. Right. Well, they believe in a heaven, but it's not a place for people to go. <clears throat> so basically we were told that if we didn't stay in line and keep in with what Jehovah wants, that we were going to die and their view of death was like no concept of time. Like whenever God kills you, Oh, my timer. Whenever God, whenever God kills you, it's as if you never even existed. Right. And that scared the shit out of me because I never, 
was on board with the bullshit that the Jehovah's Witnesses teach. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to be bashing anybody, but that was a pretty dark childhood so that's what being made you raised have a dark... as a Jehovah's Witness. Right, you know? so that's what made you have a dark outlook on death. Yeah, but now, I don't know. Well, we gonna we're not going to get there no, yet. No. Not yet, but I just wanted to start as like what you thought of death when you were younger. Terrified. Got it. As a child. Okay. Okay, so you were terrified, and that was your take. Okay, so my take on when I was a child, I used to think the, I think the classic thought, like everyone thought, like, you know, you go to heaven, and like you see your loved ones again, and... That whole thing, because I grew up, you know, like Baptist or whatever. So we all believe, you know, in heaven and hell and all that crap. So I just figured like, okay, if I'm doing good, I'm going to go to heaven to see all my family members. That's what I thought would happen when I died. Mm -hmm. So as you progressed and you got older before you kind of came to your general conclusion now, what did you think of death? Like when you were like a little bit older, like let's say in your more like Like teens and early teens and early, earlier years. I didn't, I was an atheist. Okay. I, I went yeah. from complete, like, fear of death to, like, I don't give a fuck right. about anything. <laughs> like, fuck God. Fuck everybody. Right, like, right. <laughs> which, uh... This is a paradigm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I was from probably, like, 15, 14, probably 15 until, uh like 22 yeah i didn't believe in anything and then i uh well i mean around 21 i started getting into buddhism and like some of the eastern philosophies but Mm -hmm. that's there most of those i mean the hindus have gods but um i was mostly into like tibetan buddhism and there is no like external deity in most Tibetan Buddhist teachings, they believe that um, the gods and, like, the demons and the things that you encounter in life are a part of yourself. Like, they're extensions of your own self. Mm-hmm. So the demons that we battle in life are ourself. Um, and that's that kind of got me into that. And then um, towards the end of that, I started getting into more of, like, the Eastern mysticism. Like... Uh, very magic, but like also still no God. Like, right, right. <laughs> like, and so I see, I was, what I think is kind of funny is like I had the same experience. Like in my earlier, or like later teens, earlier 20s, I definitely for a while was atheist as well. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily, or not atheist, I, I went through more of like a period of being like agnostic. Mm-hmm. Like I, I felt more so like I knew there was some type of like a higher power being spirit something, but I didn't know what, and it didn't feel right to just like call it Jesus, God, like, I don't know, just, you know, like it just was hard to put a name on it because Mm -hmm. everyone has such different terms for it. So for me, I just knew that there was energy, but I just didn't know what to call it. And so I went through that for an earlier part of my years and then... When I went into my earlier 20s, I went back into kind of just more like the Christian mindset of like believing in like, you know, God, you know, the God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, all that stuff. So so I went back into that mindset. But then my mindset changed, you know, again and again and again. Like I always go through some type of evolution. And so bringing us to where we are now, 
you're like on this journey. We we both went through our time frame where we were really like, you know, like we've talked about this, but being super Christian, being super committed to like that yeah. lifestyle and then completely taking a 180 and changing our perspective. So once our perspectives changed and we kind of grew into the people we are now, it's like, what is your, what is your mindset now? Like, what do you think happens when you die at this point? Mm. I think that's a, I think that's a mixed bag of nuts. I don't think there's okay. one. I don't think there's any one thing. And ultimately I think it's somewhat irrelevant within this lifetime. Mm-hmm. I just think that we are here to experience this life. Mm-hmm. And I do believe in reincarnation, but I also believe in like deity and I mean, I don't know. I'm very animistic too. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm a mixed bag of nuts. I got <laughs> like, it. <laughs> like, I kind of believe that everything is divine. Like, mm-hmm. everything is interconnected. And, like, uh, whenever we die, we part of us, like, just dissipates into the universe. And then, you know, part of us, you know, may go on to do other things. Part mm-hmm. of us may be reincarnated. I, I kind of take more of, like, a traditional, like, Slavic or Scandinavian viewpoint of the afterlife because mm-hmm. they believe that there's like multiple parts of the soul and each soul has a different destination after death. Like if there was parts of you that were shitty, that's the part that's going to be basically like destroyed and then recycled. Mm-hmm. If they're like, uh, if you're a warrior, like maybe you'll go to Valhalla or, I mean, if you believe in that. Right. Um, so just your viewpoint at this point is that it could really be anything. It could be anything. Okay. I don't necessarily believe in the Christian heaven or hell mm-hmm. because those are all, that concept is just a bastardization of pagan concepts. Mm-hmm. And there are, I believe there are probably heaven and hell realms, but I don't think it resembles anything that that would look like the Christian heaven or hell. Right. Got it. So... Okay. I kind—I mean, I kind of like that. I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation before, just like, you know, like who really knows, but... But ultimately, I believe it's completely irrelevant within this lifetime. I think we're just here to experience this life, make the most of this life, and then download it into the ether when we die and Got go it. on to do something else. Well, that's a separate question I have. <clears throat> but back to finishing this one. I personally, now that I am like myself in this moment... I definitely believe that, like, we, I don't know, It's. I feel like it's more like a blast into the universe. Like, once you die, you basically just get blasted back into the universe. Yeah. And you get options and choices on, sure. like, what exactly you would like to do. Like, do you want to come back down to Earth? Do you want to be a new person? Do you want to just be, like, a spiritual leader uh, realm person who just kind of floats around and does the things? Like, I don't know. I just feel like... There is a choice when you die and you might go through what feels like hell or heaven on your way out. But I don't think that that's necessarily what happens to you because I've had we've had plenty of conversations about this, like how other people have experienced their near death experiences and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you actually die, like truly, I think you go where you want to be, what, wherever you decide to be. If you decide to be dead for the rest of eternity and you just want to check in on your family members and just do like the floating around and chilling in like, you know, air and space, mm-hmm. that might be what you do. I just don't believe that it's like a heaven thing. And as far as it goes, like, 
to my second to, to the next question I had for you, which is like, do you think that you like your soul and spirit and consciousness is one? Like as a spirit, will you still be you, or do you think that you will become like this um, consciousness of like? just knowing but you're not necessarily you like you don't really remember your experiences or who you are like what do you think happens to your spirit uh i think i mean i can answer that first if you like if you feel like you don't know no, but i think i know i think okay. i think um i think it's a little bit of both because i think what we're experiencing as ourselves right now is only like a tiny little slice of the pie like i think when we die we will always realize all of the lives that we've lived potentially when we're uploaded back into the everything <clears throat> and then i don't know we come back and do shit again i mean there's mm. i don't know there's i think you a, choose i think you could choose yeah. I, I mean i would hope to choose yeah i would hope to choose if i have to come back because i don't know if i want to mm-hmm. i feel like there's something about this i don't know if you know how people like we've had this conversation too about if you believe in multiple lives and if you've like been reincarnated and all of these things. So my thought process is like, or another question is, I guess, do you feel like, or believe that you've been reincarnated? And so let me answer the last question real quick. I personally do in a lot of ways think that we are still ourselves when we die. I do still believe that I will remember me. But also, you know, everything else will kind of become obsolete. Like, I won't necessarily be thinking so hard about my family and all the other spirits that are, like, attached to me. I do think that we'll still be attached in some ways, but I don't necessarily well, believe... We'll have those memories and those Well, right, right. But... I just don't believe that it's going to be a huge part of, like, my spiritual self because the entirety of, like, my being when I'm outside of my body is going to be just my energy. You know what I mean? So well, I'm not going to... That's what I was meaning is, like, if, like, this life, what we're experiencing as humans... Right, it's just a part a of this. Slice right, of it. it's just a part of one journey. And, There's a bigger pie. Right, and because of that, <laughs> and because of that, I do believe that, like, I will remember some of my consciousness and be some part of myself in this spirit realm. What was the last... But, my, but the second question that I had was... Uh, do oh, you yeah do you believe like that you've been reincarnated or in a past life before yes right so so like what do you think happens i mean i don't know what happens but i definitely or like i guess like, i definitely know do you think that you've been reincarnated of, yes in some of my journey work i've um like experienced memories mm-hmm. that were like i know they were me but they're not this me mm. like i've got one memory that i am a woman holding a baby sitting by a fire and I don't know what what that was but I know that whenever I had that I don't, I I know that it was me it was right. me from a different from a different me <laughs> um and multiple things and some of my journey work with my ancestors I've had um some memories pop up that weren't from this lifetime but I know that it was my experience, something that my soul experienced. So yes, I believe that I've been here before multiple times. Okay. I mean, I like that. I mean, I feel like that's like, that makes sense. You know what I mean? But I too kind of believe the same thing. Like, well, that we've been in reincarnated. We've had different lives or multiple lives. And I think that's kind of back to like what I was saying, like it's a by choice. Like if you choose to come back and live another experience, you can. Mm-hmm. And 
that leads into, and let me see if I can find it, but that leads into this video that I saw on TikTok. And um, of course, TikTok is not like a relevant, like credible source or anything. <laughs> so we're not going to say like, oh my God, this person knows everything. But I'm saying that um, I saw this video of this person who pretty much um, said that earth is like earth school like when you decide to come here you're choosing to si to sign yourself up for like this journey and yeah. their their name on tiktok is the spiritual shoddy so if you all are ever interested in looking her up like she is really cool and uh she popped up on my feet like literally yesterday and it's what kind of sparked my thought process for this episode because i liked what she said about that you like you are a divine being who knows all your power, like before you come to earth mm -hmm. and you choose to <clears throat> agree to be wiped for this experience. Like you come here with complete confusion, you know, not knowing who you are. So you can be confused and figure out literally the journey of how to become your divine self that you've always been. And it's inside, but you don't know it because the point of you coming here is to learn earth school. The yeah. entire experience is for you to learn how to make mistakes, how to um, be compassionate, how to navigate living a life that teaches you how to be divine. And that not only like grows on your spirit, but it just makes you a stronger like like consciousness. Yeah. And that's the point of like being a person. But all of your divineness and your magic and everything that you are is already inside. And, yeah. and we're just supposed to discover it, figure it out, figure mm -hmm. out the world. That, that's the point. And I resonated a lot with that when she said it, because it really does feel like that. Like, I feel like <laughs> I went through an entire experience of learning myself, learning the universe. Also, like her saying that, like, society is a construct meant to literally conform you and the point is you are supposed to figure out that you do not fit in a box like being yourself is uncomfortable being yourself is not being a part of society society is just a like think of it as like a treadmill that you're stuck on because the speed of it is going so fast like everyone else is on their treadmills going just as fast as you are and they're also trying to figure out how the hell to get off of it. Yeah. But you're told that you're supposed to do this treadmill for 18 hours a day, 48 years of your life, like however long it's supposed to be, like, you know, however long we're working, like you're supposed to be doing this. And so that is like your thought process. You come out training, blazing to go on this treadmill. And when you do, you're kind of figuring out like, well, they never said I couldn't take breaks. They never said I couldn't like turn down my speed. Yeah. They never said I couldn't. I couldn't, you know, decide to do some walking. They just said I had to be on this treadmill for 18 hours a day. They never said I had to run. And then you start to figure out like, oh shit, I'm in control. Like I'm in control of what I'm doing, regardless of the fact that yes, I have to walk this treadmill. I have to be on it, of mm -hmm. course. But when the journey is done and I finally get off the treadmill, I can at least say to myself, well, I chose the experiences I got to have on that damn treadmill. I didn't have to run the whole time just mm -hmm. like everyone else because they were running. Yeah. You don't have to be like everyone else because they're doing it. Yeah. You can choose. You have choices. So 
that's what made me spiral into this thought process of like, you know, what do you think our souls are? I mean, what is the afterlife? And I do think that it has something to do, like maybe what you said with grand consciousness. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously, we're all a part of some larger, bigger energy because your energy is infinite infinite and it transfers and it transforms you can look at that from like a purely scientific point of view right matter or energy is neither created or destroyed same thing with matter like yeah we were we are made of cells that are made of atoms that are made of subatomic particles that are pure energy that can't be destroyed or created right so down at a subatomic level, we are infinite. We are billions and billions of years old. Right. We've been here since... Beginning of time. The beginning of whatever. And whenever whatever happened mm-hmm. and our energies began to make things... Yeah, and that's pure science. And that's, that's just yeah. science, right? Yeah. That's the science part that comes into it. Then that's the part that kind of makes it cool. Like, that's the part that... That's why I feel like, for sure, like, we're obviously, like, still ourselves when we die. And yeah. you're still that energy... Totally. I think we definitely are individuals as souls and spirits, but I also think right. we're also part of like a greater cosmic force. Now, is like, it possible that maybe like your soul, like let's say your spirit, your soul is not your energy. So what if those two things separate when you die? Like consciousness and energy? I yes. So let's know. say your it's consciousness, yeah. let's say your consciousness separates from your being, from your actual energy then I wonder what that would be like. Like, let's say your consciousness just becomes like a part of the grand consciousness and you know everything, kind of like how that lady said. Mm-hmm. We're all just a part of like this grand knowledge of like being and mm-hmm. we know that we're divine beings. So our consciousness is just a part of like the all knowing. Yeah. No. And then maybe yeah. your energy is what gets recycled. So yeah, who's to say? Yeah, I mean, that goes back to like the some of the like European versions of the soul, like it's multiple pieces that get dispersed accordingly, depending on, you know, mm-hmm. how you've lived your life, like, you know, where you're going next. Exactly. That kind of stuff. I mean, in a lot of ways, like, okay, so another question is what do you feel like your experience with death has taught you like as a living person. So now that like you're a person who's been alive, mm-hmm. have you felt like there's an experience with death that you've had as far as like, whether that's just something with other family members or you have felt like you were dying or you had a near death experience. I know we've kind of talked about that a little bit, but since this is like about, what happens after you die. I just want to know if you've had any general experiences or just other ones that you've heard, I guess. Uh, myself? I don't think I've had any death experiences. I mean, I've mingled with yeah spirits before. Oh, okay. So how about this? Like, so after death oh, with mom. other family members. I got you, my yeah. mom. Yeah, I, I spoke to my mom and she definitely wasn't in a heaven or a hell. She was just like, it was just, I was speaking to her consciousness mm-hmm. and she said she was at peace and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess like with that experience, does that, it, does that sway you a little bit to think about like how your after life experience would be? 
Like, what is that kind of? Uh, I mean, it make, I mean, I believe that a part of us will always be intact as like this, mm-hmm. this being. Yeah, for sure. Well, but she wasn't like there was no physical form. It was just right. consciousness. It was the consciousness of her speaking okay. to me. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I like I I. I kind of feel like that kind of happens. Do you think we become spirit animals? I've heard a lot of, I have a lot of people say, I've heard a lot of people say, which is why I think that we have choices, but that's why I'm saying, like, I've heard a lot of people even say that they felt their loved ones become like spirit animals, um, that come to them like in animal form or that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. But I don't think that's something that happens necessarily because of death. I kind of think, um, just from my, like studies in shamanism and like shamanic practices, like we can do that right now. Like. So what, you can just channel an animal that you connect with? Yes, and and use that form. I've done it in, like, my dream work and in some of my journey work, like... Okay. It's kind of a form of, like, spiritual shape-shifting, like, you become that animal. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting, yeah. Well, because I felt like with, like, that last reading that I had with uh, the psychic Julie... Mm-hmm. And she was telling me that I had like this wolf type of energy that was like kind of watching over me and protecting me. Yeah. And I kind of felt like that's interesting. Like, I wonder why, like, if that was a past relative or some type of like uh, protective creature spirit, like in my in my in my ancestors, why they would come to me in a fan like in an animal form. But that's just. I think that that's interesting, too. I've got a... uh, There's something I've been communicating with, but, like, really strong here in the last, like, year, but it's a mammoth creature. And I, in one of my journeys, she revealed to me that she was an ancestor, like, from a long fucking time ago, like, prehistory ancestor, Mm -hmm. that she was, like, a healer of her tribe, and this is only my experience. This is my, this is my UPG. <laughs> right. Uh, and uh, in some cultures, they believe that like ancestral, like shamanic spirit spirits will turn into deities and watch over the family. Hmm. And like, I believe that's what this spirit is, that she's been with my family for, I don't know. A while. A hundred thousand years. A long years, time. Probably. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And she used to be a healer of a tribe, like a shaman or uh, like a medicine woman. And when she died, it like she became a deity mm-hmm. to look over my ancestors and me and everybody. Yeah. So that's... I find that to be interesting. Well, because I know that we've talked about that too, like um, in the past on how in our ancient like ancestor timelines right there had to be those people that were like the the shamans the medicine man the people who like tapped into like the spiritual and gave those answers so it wouldn't be far-fetched to think that you would have like you know old like ancestral spirits that like their job in the past was to be like family i've also had family seers i've also had experiences with family members that were or dead relatives, like ancestors that were shitty people in life. Yeah. And they're still very much shitty people in death. Like, right. Which doesn't change a, much. <laughs> they're, not, they're not in a heaven or hell realm. Like, yeah. They're just consciousness, like with my mother. Mm-hmm. But they're still very much 
um, not good people. Mm-hmm. And that's something to work through when you do your ancestor work is to not all of your ancestors have the best intentions for you or give a shit. Right, like right. Some of them are still Not terrible. everyone is meant to, or not everyone is going to find their, even their, some of, their enlightenment. Even some of my like Jehovah's Witness or Christian ancestors, they don't want any part of what I do. Because, right. It's not, it's not because that. Because they're still Christians on the right, other side. Right, right. Yeah. And I feel that. I really do. Um I think that that was a part of like why I had a hard time starting my journey into like connecting with my ancestors and people in like my past relatives mm-hmm. um, because I felt like I wasn't sure that they would want to connect with me in that way. Mm-hmm. And so I find it kind of interesting, though, that like when I tapped in harder to like my my more like rooted ancestral practices, like yeah. it is way different than what our like most recent. Yes. You know people in our families were doing i have no connection with my recent ancestors except for my mother and then like ancestors that are really far back those are the ones that i right am connecting with right now like yeah I've, i've had some like visions and like journey work where i'm literally like having a conversation with like something that looks or somebody that looks like very neanderthal mm-hmm and like they're from way the fuck back. Like I've almost ha- I've had to go to pre-Christian history in yeah. my family to connect with any ancestors. I mean, I feel like they're like I said that kind of makes sense though because like you know your older ancestors were probably more like you know, shamanic and they, yeah, were, they were like were... right they were seers and stuff. So yeah, for me like I mean like I said I've only really had like one near death experience and all I felt like was it was just darkness. Like I don't feel like I was like out long enough to really like see anything past what I saw. So yeah. there's really no way for me to know, but I do feel like in a lot of ways like absolutely just from different researches that I've had, I I do feel like it's just easier to say like whatever you think is going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like there's I guess there's no way to yeah, truly know of... until you die, you know, and then and what does and what if it's just all about the mindset? Like you choosing to be in peace when you die or choosing like when those people say like, oh, bring in the priest, bring in the whoever's because I need to write my spirit before I die. Like what if, what if it's to say that that really does put you at peace when you die and you do get better choosing, you That's know, possible, I mean, yeah. if you're dying more in like a, in an anger, in a rage, like pissed off about something, who's to that say you're may... not going to be an angry, vengeful spirit forever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Or like, like I said, like people like my ancestors that weren't that great of people in absolutely life, yeah they still aren't are very stuck great <laughs> with the, i mean even though they've transcended past this life right they're still holding on to like that ego like it's still very much intact there mm-hmm. and, and that's the probably gonna like they're still delusional like I've, right. li- I've literally had to like cut off some of my ancestors because uh because of stuff that they come at with me with mm-hmm. like i've i've banished some of my ancestors because they're not good people and they don't, right. they, they haven't, they don't deserve a place on my altar. Well, I think that, and that's like one of the good things about being able to be like in control of your own treadmill, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, You can choose, you can choose to, you know, decide who is going to be a part of like your journey and, and, and who is going to be a part of like your spiritual growth and connections. Sure. And you don't necessarily have to connect with, Every single family member, just because they're a part of, you know, who you are. For sure. Doesn't mean that they support you or that they're going to put the same 
or shall I say more like put the productive energy into what it is that you're trying to convey. Yeah. Cause I, I even tried to put a Bible on my altar for a little bit. Oh just yeah. To, I remember that. Just to see if like that would liven or appease some of my ancestors that weren't pleased with my, with what I do with my life. Right. Spiritually. Yeah. And uh, like the mammoth spirit, like basically told me when I did that, like, this isn't going to work, but you can try it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's and, like, good uh, luck, kid. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you can try it. But... No. See, what's so funny is I feel like my, like my connection to the other side, like with my ancestors has like become a real growing experience. Me like too. I really have had a hard time connecting that side of myself and being able to listen to what my ancestors want for me mm -hmm. and we'll have a whole episode about ancestors, ancestors like and multiple part. Yeah, it could be, <laughs> but we're going to have a whole episode about it. Yeah. But we just like to talk a little bit about it because I think that in a lot of afterlife, you tend to think a lot about how it is that you're connecting with spirits in your life, especially the ones that are like your ancestral spirits. And so to think about what happens after death, it's kind of crazy because aren't they, themselves still too is that their consciousness yeah. that we're still connecting to and so in some ways you're still you because you can still connect with your other consciousness from your family and those are still intact absolutely because like for a good example like there's two forms of like the ancestral like deity spirit like she comes to me sometimes as a human mm -hmm. and sometimes as a mammoth so she's she is the deity like she is the divine consciousness as well as the individual that she was while she was alive because sometimes she comes to me as like a human right so that's kind of very much human even like down to her like emotions and stuff like she still yeah is a person right but she's also a goddess right it's so that's that's interesting that's kind of something to leave off with yeah well we hope you all enjoyed this episode yeah i feel like we you know, we have so much more that, like I said, like I, we have a lot of things we could talk about. And I feel like when we just allow ourselves to express ourselves, we're going to get more things out yeah. than um, trying to plan everything. So totally. Uh, we hope that you all enjoyed this episode. Obviously, if you did, please leave us some feedback. I know that it's been a little bit radio silent on our half, but we're hoping to get back into this thing. And we would really love for you all to, you know, like, share, um, Comment, let us know what you all think about the afterlife. What do you think happens after you die? Um, you know, find us on Facebook, Instagram at Heathen and Hedge Podcast. And uh, we would love to hear what you all think. Um, it's been interesting to start off this year on this foot. And um, we're on a way better way better place than we oh, were shit, like yeah. the year before starting yeah, out in you. this <laughs> I've said it I've said it a couple times online and on this podcast but this like broken leg has been like the best spiritual thing that ever happened to me like, absolutely yeah it makes you sit down it makes you think I want to break the other one honestly no no <laughs> we just want to spend more time actually getting to tap into our psyche a little yeah. more when we're on this podcast because I think that a lot of you all can relate to some of the things that like a lot of us think about, you know, like death is a scary thing. A lot of us are scared of death. However, I feel like from my, pers my perspective, it doesn't have to be, though. right. From my perspective, I've grown from being afraid of, of death to being like excited for death. And that sounds ridiculous, but in a lot of ways, I'm saying that I'm not afraid to die. I'm not afraid to die because I've lived. And if you've lived and, and you can see yourself 
being able to accomplish all of those things that totally. you have in your heart set for your life experience, then you're going to be at peace. There's nothing to be afraid of when that yeah. time comes because you have every intention on living your life to the fullest. And that's my, my thought process right now. Like I'm not afraid to die, but I'm definitely looking forward to being able to see how long I live and what I get to do. And, and that's almost like a challenge. Like I want to see mm -hmm. how long I'm going to live and what I'm going to do. Cause I'm going to do every damn thing I could think of until my last breath. And that is like going to be super exciting. And yeah. then when I die, I think I'm going to just become like even cooler. Like, yeah. I'm going to still be me, but I'm going to, like, even, I'm going to be even more badass. I'm excited for it in the sense that, like, it's, like, another thing to learn. Like, I feel like my whole life has been... It's art school. It's life to, school. No, I mean, I mean <laughs> like, I'm, I'm excited for death because I'll finally know. Like, my entire life has been dedicated to, like, learning. Right. As much as I can. And questioning. Like, and I think that's why I've, like, gravitated to the deities that I've gravitated to and some of the paths and shamanistic philosophies that I've gravitated to and I think death is going to be a great adventure I think for sure it, I think it'll be a great adventure for sure well in the words of Dumbledore it is the unknown that we fear when we look upon death and darkness nothing more that's beautiful babe <laughs> you know how much I love Harry Potter so I think that's a great note to end with. Yeah. Well, we thank you all so much for joining us on this episode. And um, like I said, feel free to like, share, and follow us at Heathen of the Hedge Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we have a link tree that has all of our links. So if you follow on either one of those places, you'll be able to get in contact with us. We also want to start uploading on YouTube. Did you yeah. say that? We're, so we're planning to try to get uploaded on YouTube and TikTok. Um, we're trying to just grow our audience to get more interaction and feedback with our podcast because mm -hmm. we do feel like right now we're not really reaching out and being as like open to like getting more people to follow us because we've just been like super chill with like the last like 70 people that are in our group. Like we're cool am. with it, but we want to really grow it more. I probably am going to start a TikTok for it or yes. should I just use the TikTok that I have? I was saying I don't know which. Yeah, we're gonna either start a TikTok or use the one that um, Because it's already my current TikTok is already mostly dedicated yeah, to yeah. like spiritual stuff and Absolutely. pagan stuff. So So I mean it's up to you it though. It wouldn't be a stretch. It's up to you though. I don't find I don't think that it would be a, a stretch to just have a new one as well. And I've already yeah. And yeah. and that way you can get your followers to go over there. But either way, we will be getting a YouTube and a TikTok and we will get all those links put up for you all once they are uploaded. Our goal is to get everything recorded next week um, for our first like video yeah. watching so you all can actually listen to the podcast or watch us as we record the podcast or totally. you can kind of see like snippets you know, of the podcast on TikTok. We've also got our new green screen. Yes, too, we have so a we new could, background. We have a new green screen. We could totally do like a whole sit down and like video, like talk to the yeah, audience. Yeah, yeah. So we're definitely working on trying to um, expand our podcast in 2023. And we hope that you all are excited and ready for some new content. But we appreciate you all being here, being a part of our Heathen and the Hedge podcast family. We love you guys, you little heretics. I know you haven't heard that in a while. But there it is. We love you guys. Stay safe out there. And uh, this has been Shay. And I'm Merlin. And we will catch you all on the next episode of Heathen and the Hedge. Blessed be, y'all. Love you guys.
Peace.